This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk a little bit more about owning your voice. We've been talking about this for the last three episodes, actually, in our monthly theme. And so do go and check out the other episodes if you haven't listened to them yet. The first one gives you tips, you know, some key tips and advice on how to own your voice in the world. So you've got actionable things that you can put in place immediately. Then we've got an amazing interview with Pete Cohen and then one with Patricia Lohan, giving very different perspectives on this topic of how do we own our voice? How do you claim that voice in the world? And how do you build an intuitive business based on your voice? So today I wanted to record a bit more of a personal episode and really talk about my journey in owning my voice, claiming my voice in the world, because this has been a huge piece for me, a huge piece of development. And because of that, it's something that I work with all my clients on, Barnum. So even if I work with clients who are already very successful, which I often do, there is still always other levels to claim, other levels to step into. And it always amazes me that we never get to the end of personal development. So if you're into personal development, if you you know, you love to elevate yourself, you love to grow and develop and claim that next piece of that big vision of yours in the world, then you never really get to the end. We're always growing, we're always evolving. And, you know, I can certainly feel those points where I get to almost like a point of frustration or boredom or a bit of a a sort of void feeling before I claim the next pieces. So, this year and, and the podcast and the different things I'm launching this year are another level of claiming my voice in the world. And so, you know, I've been in situations before where people will say to me, well, you know, you're very authentic and you, you know, you're very brave and you're very courageous in what you share. And often I've been like, am I though? You know, I, it doesn't feel brave to me. I just, I'm being open and honest, which is, I say is in my character, but it's also something that I've learned because this wasn't always true. And I've said this before, but for many of my clients who are visionaries and for myself included, the act of claiming our voice is a conscious one. So, you know, for some people, you know, you may be listening to this and thinking, well, I was always supported as a child. I was always brought up that way. People told me how extraordinary I was. Then I'm so jealous of you that that's your experience. For me growing up, you know, I was born in the late 60s, And so for me, you know, that was not the norm. And, you know, when you think generationally, you know, my parents were brought up by parents who'd come through the war. And so there was a sense of survival still, a sense of scarcity still, a sense that you had to knuckle down and do the right things. And then eventually you would create success in your life. And so I grew up, as I've said before on this podcast, with this sense that life was meant to be hard you know, you had to work really hard to be successful and that you were meant to just knuckle down and get on with it and, 
life was not meant to be easy and all these kind of messages. And, you know, again, I've said before that I just, I just didn't really resonate with those messages when I was a child. And I don't think many children do, right? I think children are like, well, hold on a minute. I just want to have fun and be loved and be appreciated and, you know, be with my parents and have this lovely experience called life. And then, you know, in lots of ways, get that kind of beaten out of them (laughs) through parenting and school and work and all of these things that we have to do. I'm saying have to do in inverted commas. So, you know, I grew up really not confident and feeling like I didn't fit in and not knowing what my voice was and certainly not knowing what I wanted to do in the world. And that stayed with me for a long time. And, you know, again, I have this experience often when I'm working with my clients of clients saying to me, you know, I've never felt like I fit in. I've always felt on my own. I've always felt this sense of separation from most people. I felt like I wasn't good enough or, you know, I couldn't quite play the game that everybody else was playing. I couldn't conform in the way that other people conform. And I couldn't figure out why I'm different and why I couldn't, you know, do the things that everybody else was doing. Well, I want you to know if you're listening to this episode that that is the experience of being a visionary. And it was certainly my experience. And if you'd said to me, even five years ago, Lisa, you're a visionary, I'd have been like, oh, no, not me. I work with visionaries. I coach visionaries, but not me. No, I'm not a visionary. Because I'd never really claimed that space for myself. I'd never really fathomed out how to do that for myself. And even, you know, I'm going back, you know, even five years ago, say, I was still feeling like, gosh, you know, will people want to hear what I have to say? You know, is there something special about what I want to say? It's just like, you know, what everyone else is saying, isn't it? You know, there's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about my message. You know, probably a good dose of imposter syndrome, certainly working super, super hard, being a bit of a workaholic because I thought that was the only way I could be successful. And also I had that fear of failure, you know, again, lots of us have of, you know, if I don't work the hardest, then I will fail or you know, I can only be successful if I work really, really hard. So the last few years, particularly coming out of my marriage and, you know, becoming a single parent and creating a life with my daughter has really been the most transformational of my life. And I have very consciously worked on claiming my voice. I've done some very deep healing I've done some, for those of you who've listened to podcasts, you'll know that I trained in a methodology called heart healing. And that has really helped me claim more of myself in the world to claim back the pieces that I lost as a child. And again, it's so interesting because I work with corporate clients, mainly business people, founders of companies. And you'd think that I'm doing business coaching, you know, (laughs) but in actual fact, a lot of the way that these people get blocked is in the childhood experiences they've had of being shut down at some point in their past, you know, whether it's through childhood, parental, through schooling, you know, maybe, you know, a lot of creative people who become entrepreneurs are dyslexic or have ADHD or, you know, don't learn in standard ways. And, you know, the irony is that that's actually their superpower you know, they know how to create differently. They know how to create change in the world. 
and not do it the normal way. But of course, when you're going through school and when you're a teenager and in that kind of age, you want to be like everybody else. You certainly do not want to stand out and be the oddity, do you? So, you know, a lot of what I do with my clients is kind of undoing and healing and repairing some of the things they've gone through in their childhood. And, you know, I was talking to someone this week and saying that I feel like I've lived about four lifetimes already. When I connect to my life, I can see it in these chunks, you know, of, you know, childhood and then my conforming years, as I call them, of, you know, working hard at school, going to university, having a university boyfriend, traveling, you know, that was about 10 years and then splitting up with him. And the next 10 years, really like working really hard on my corporate career, being a real kind of work hard, play hard corporate girl. And, but, you know, really unhappy underneath, just not feeling connected to who I was at all. And then discovering coaching and going through that evolution. And, you know, for those of you who've done coach training, you'll know it's a personal journey as much as it is a training process. And so a lot of my stuff came up in that. A lot of my insecurities came up in that and, you know, were healed there. And then, as I say, in the last 10 or so years, losing both my parents, getting married, having a child, having a miscarriage, getting divorced. I mean, you know, I really have been through all the major life events in the last 10 years. And deciding that I wanted something fundamentally different for myself. And I was prepared to do the deepest inner work to get there. So, you know, I'm doing a whistle-stop tour of my life here. (laughs) It's obviously a lot more complex. I've just described it. But I hope you can feel that owning your voice is not just, oh, I did this process, I owned my voice, and then that was that. This is a constant evolution. And, you know, say I am up for that. You know, I've consciously signed up for that. I know that where I am now will be nothing compared to where I am in five years or 10 years. I know that the more I claim for myself, the more I open up the spectrum of what's possible for me. And the more I open up that spectrum of what's possible for me, the more I open up that spectrum of what's possible for my clients. And that's what's really beautiful about being a leader, for me being a coach, but you don't need to be on a coach to be on this journey. I often say that being the founder of an organization or an entrepreneur with a company is probably the biggest personal development journey you can ever go on, right? Because you're having to stretch and grow, not only you, but an organization and a whole load of people in that organization. And believe me, there is nothing that will bring up your stuff faster than having an organization, having people dependent on you, generating money, having to sell your services or sell yourself. I mean, all of that is enormous in terms of personal development. And it's why I'm really passionate about coaching business people and visionaries and founders, because, you know, I coach people who are hugely, hugely successful, millionaire clients who have created extraordinary things. And yet when I work with them, I know I'm also bringing something extraordinary. And what I've discovered is the more that I've owned my voice and my message and my work in the world, the more that I can work with those people at a peer level. And that's very powerful for them too. So owning your voice is a personal journey, you know, and it's something, as I say, that never ends. 
And I have really experienced the power and the joy and the beauty of that, you know. And as I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday who I hadn't spoken to before, and I said to him today, I don't want to be anything other than me anymore. I don't want to squash myself down. I don't want to be in any kind of relationship, romantic or business or otherwise, where I can't bring the fullness of who I am. You know, I'm just not prepared to do that anymore. I want to show up as me in every interaction of my life. And that doesn't mean that I'm not sensitive to other people. It doesn't mean I bulldoze people with my views and opinions. I know where to calibrate, but I'm not dumbing myself down. And I'm not holding back on my truth because I'm people pleasing or I'm worried about what other people will think or what other people will say. I am done with all that. I am so done with all of that. I just want to be me and I want to shine my light and I want to be in the fullness of me so that that gives people permission to do the same. And what you find when you own your voice and what I found is that the impact I can have is so much more extraordinary. And that's across every aspect of my life. I have this feedback from friends of mine about the impact that I have on them. I know I've had an enormous impact on my daughter and what she believes she's capable of and the role modelling that I'm creating and setting for her moving forward. And I know that I'm capable of so much more with my clients also because I've cleaned out my stuff. And, you know, as you'll know, if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, I talk a lot about co-creation and co-creation is about creating something with somebody else that has no dependency in it, that has no triggers in it, that has no neediness in it. And, you know, even as I say that, you can feel how unusual that is. Think of most films that you watch. Think of most sitcoms on the TV. Think of most relationships that you observe, that you see in the world. Most of them are based on emotional reactions, a trigger that's been pressed, you know, a projection onto somebody else of something that you're feeling that you can't deal with. So I set this intention in my divorce a couple of years ago that I would be use the opportunity to clear out as much of my stuff as I possibly could and to emerge from that experience more powerful, cleaner, less triggerable, <laughs> if that's a word, than I've ever been before. And I really do feel that. I feel very clean energetically. I know that I can create relationships with people where I don't put my stuff on them. Does that mean I never get triggered? Does it mean that sometimes I don't trip myself up or I have bad days? Of course not, you know, because I'm always growing. So somebody said to me the other day that if you're going through life and you feel comfortable all the time, then you're playing the wrong game. You know, I quite often get in situations where I think I don't know how to do that or I feel nervous about that or I feel a bit on the edge of my comfort zone with doing that. Great. That is amazing, isn't it? Because it means that we are growing and evolving and moving forward. And that to me is the true power of this work. It's the true power of being in personal development. It really is showing what we can create when we're prepared to step outside our comfort zone, when we're prepared to do our own healing work. When, you know, if we do get triggered by somebody else, 
we can say, oh, what was that all about? What do I need to look at in me? Because that created that reaction in me. And when you can do that, you're creating true power, you know, and also creating much more loving relationships around you. So I've loved this um, last few weeks talking about owning your vision and owning your voice. And, you know, it's one of the crucial elements of being a visionary in the world, you know, of knowing that only you can do you. Only you have your unique combination of skills and passions and abilities. And I've got another podcast episode coming up next month, actually, where we talk more about that. How can you craft something in your life and work that's totally unique? Because you are totally unique. And crafting work that brings in all our passions and abilities and experience is really what it's all about. So we're going to be talking more about that next month. So without further ado, I want to say that I am so proud of you if you are owning your voice, if you are prepared to stand up and be yourself in the world. Because I've said before, I really believe that's the most courageous thing that any of us can do. And, you know, being joined by different guests on this podcast is one of the most inspiring things that I do. Because I do believe that when we as visionaries come together, we create change so much faster in the world. So I have different ways of working with me as a founder, as an organization. If you're interested in really claiming your voice in a different way, owning your voice and creating bigger change in the world, then I would love to hear from you. This journey never ends. And when I first heard that years ago, I was like, oh my God, because I was stuck in the thick of it. But when you get into the, you know, good and great and better, you know, that everything in life is great. I love my life. I love where I live. I love my work. I love my daughter. I love my friends. And I know it's only getting better. And when you can get to that point in your life, my goodness, it's like, what's possible is just beyond your wildest dreams. And I want everybody in the world to experience that. No matter where you're starting from, no matter how much you feel you are on this path or not, how much success you've had to date or not, it's completely irrelevant. The point is to be willing to be vulnerable, to be willing to do your work, to be willing to do the healing that enables you to claim your voice in the world. And I can tell you, that life is so joyful on the other side. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective. 